RB22, and I'm accompanied by right hand man Harry. What's, what's up? What's up? How, uh, living the dream or not living the dream? Uh, it's opening weekend for MLS. Uh, we're still two weeks out. I was gonna for say almost the 11th. You're almost two weeks in the out. dream. We're, we're about to be the living the dream. Minus <laughs> less than two days and less than 48 hours, we will know whether Austin. Uh, was able to get past St. Louis City or not, you know, because that's going to be the talk, right? I was listening to uh, North End Podcast earlier, and that, that's what they're saying. You know, it's going to be the talk around the league if St. Louis is able to do it to Austin uh, after the season we had last year. But um, how's the off season going for you out there in San Antonio? How's, uh, this, you know, your son, I know he got uh, soccer going on. How's that going for him? It is going all right. Uh, he just got home from practice. So uh, it was, he had a good practice and yesterday he had a game. Uh, his uh, team is struggling a little bit uh, uh, on the team wise, but uh, like I said, he, he's growing. He's a freshman, so it's a learning experience. But uh, uh, he ended uh, practice today with uh, SA City with a banger. Uh, it was about uh, on the right hand side, about uh, 21 yards out. And uh, I thought he was trying to cross it, but uh, he hit the sweet spot and knocked it in from the goal. And, you know, everybody was like, ooh. So, uh, so he, he confirmed that it was a goal. <laughs> he confirmed that it was a shot on goal or what? He's kind of 50-50. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. Because sometimes you're like, yeah, that was a shot, man. But yeah. It was one of those where uh, – and, 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 it's one of those you wanted to kind of put it on frame, but the intention was put it into a spot for a teammate. Um, Sometimes but, you just got to float those up, man, just so they can and, just hit that corner. So, but he hit it high enough to where it, it dropped in the goal. Um, but if there would have been somebody in the box, it would you know would have been able to get to it. But it was one of those shots that he's like, it's been a while since since he hit one of those. So, uh, of course, he ended the, he ended the day uh, good, and you know looks at it here, but. I guess for me prior, um, we got MLS, because uh, for people that don't know, Sam Junka was training with San Antonio FC because uh, he was out of contract with Houston Dynamo. Uh, and I don't fault Sam uh, at all because, you know, uh, FC Dallas stepped up, offered him a contract, uh, which, of course, he signed with uh, two option years uh, by FC Dallas. So, you know, for him and his family, it's the right thing. Uh, but FC Dallas ended up giving uh, the Dynamo what 75,000 uh, 75, Garber bucks, whatever. Uh, so as a SAFC fan, we were like, oh, we're getting, you know, a MLS player that uh, you probably would. I don't know if he would have started for us, but he would definitely been a key contributor off the bench if he didn't start uh, to where now he will be what number two uh, on left back for FC Dallas. So. But 
I'm just kind of at odds of how a player that's out of contract can be traded <laughs> because of it's... the first refusal rights. I'm like, MLS is going to MLS. but uh, I mean, it is what it is. At this point, <laughs> you just got to learn to live with it, Harry. It is. Be, uh, hey, hey, be thankful you don't got to deal with these problems over there in the USL. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's like I said here, it's, you know, from a player aspect, you know, playing USL where he's probably signing one year hoping to get back into MLS. Uh, and then, you know, FC Dallas, you know, cause you know, injuries are, you know, along those lines here, they needed, they needed a, a, a backup, uh, for that position. And, you know, you know, uh, I'm glad say, uh, you know, I'm always interested in kind of the, ML, the, the discussion, you know, for anybody, Hey, uh, Houston, um, will you trade us the rights to this player, even though he won't sign with you? Kind of how that discussion goes and how they came up with, yeah, send me 75,000 in, in Garber bucks and, you know, deal. So, but, uh, no, outside of that, like I said here, it's, it's good. Uh, the other big MLS story outside of it being opening weekend is, um, MLS finally decided it's playoff structure. Um, a little, I guess better late than never or, or, right. or or not better uh the the new playoffs nine teams make it in as opposed well eight and nine play a play-in game to face the number one seed um that'll probably be a midweek game through there mm-hmm. then it's a best of three for the opening round so you know where you've got the one verse eight or one verse nine two seven and, and so on then it's single elimination, uh, you know, single, you know, single uh, semifinal single elimination knockout. And final. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So to me, I don't mind the play on game, play in game. I don't, I don't, you know, it's an extra game. It gives more of an advantage to the number one seed if they've got to play. I don't mind that. To me, where I think MLS messed up is, is the, is is the the round of three if you're gonna do the 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 play the play of three to me that should have been the semifinal round where you got you know to you know you know to where you have the best the best four teams the two teams in the east and west uh or probably two teams you know for that here right before the finals that should have been the best of three format because could you imagine austin fc uh lafc last year best of three so uh you know lafc lot or austin yeah. lost in, in la for uh-huh. them to come back to q2 would austin be able to get uh you know be able to get the win um and then if they did how much that that would have built that anticipation for that third game back in la to me you I bring up you bring up a, yeah you bring up a very very good point you know with that i think that if you're if you're gonna do it if you're gonna do it, yeah, do it that way because, jeez, could you imagine that Austin LAF or even any, you know, say it was uh, El Tráfico, you know, whenever mm-hmm. they played and us against Dallas, we go to Dallas and play against Dallas, and you know, like you say, best out of three. So, yeah, you do bring but up if, a very good point. And I'm not saying the first round, and I know why they're doing it is to is to to get you know butts in the more seats. money. Yeah, or more money yeah, too, because more views, more games. You know, it's, it's what it is. More money. To me, I'm, I would almost, 
I would almost rather you do that for all, all of the rounds if you're going to do the best of three. I don't like it that it's one round, especially, especially if it's early. But uh, number one, why so late? You know, you know, you know, five, five, five days before the regular season. Not sure what that's the right time to be able to do it, but we'll see how it works out. Um, I mean, what do you, I mean? Is it going to change somebody's tactics? Or they're like, oh my! Did you see the new playoff format? Now we got we got to throw everything out the window. We just got to change it all up now. I mean, it's not really going to. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's. Yeah, what what does it do? It adds. It could add what seven more games or something like that to your season. Well, here's here's where it matters. Is I don't think the seed the finishing the top four matters more because being able to host two two play you know to be able to host two playoff matches. Um, and to me, the other thing there is finishing seven as opposed to eight is is a huge advantage. Because then you're not playing that 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 game on Wednesday, with with the tenth, you know, with, with you know the eight nine. You're not playing that that game, and then turn around that following Saturday, and playing on the road at the number one seed. So, to me, I, I think there's a couple of advantages that it builds into where hey, you're going to forecast that. I, I just I just think for a league and. and you know, we give crap to NISA, we give crap to USL, we give crap to, um, you know, any league that that doesn't announce their playoffs before, you know, well before the season. And to me, where you've got, you know, the week of the season, to me, that's, you know, that's uh, that's a little late. Like USL's already announced their playoff format. It's right. changed from last year. But they announced it when they announced the league structure. I mean, it's got to do of. everything with Apple, also. Yes. Know, because I mean, they get more games out of it too. Two point five billion. So I mean, and and you could tell. I don't know if you listen to Extra Time or not, but you could I tell do. that they were they were trying so hard to make it sound so sweet and nice, and <laughs> you know, like like you could tell they were just doing their job on this fast and episode. <laughs> to me when you and i tweeted this you know because there's i don't want to say they're bots um but what there there are people that are so pro mls that they can't do anything wrong that even they were like um yeah this isn't it in like when, when they're starting to question I saw things you, you know i saw you getting at alexi lalas the other day uh, a little you bit. Got some beef. You got some beef with Alexi Lalas or what? No. My bit. issue with, with, <laughs> with Lexi's one of those guys that I think if you met him in person, mm. dude, he, you know, he's a hell of a guy. He's a, he's a U.S. men's national team legend. But he's one of those – he's like a Skip, uh, Skip Bayless where – I don't believe half the shit he says he actually believes um, for that here. And, and that's my issue. And, and he went with Det he went after Detroit uh, saying, Hey, Detroit, whether it's Detroit city or not, just put a team in Detroit, which to me, you know, you know, to me, that kind of rubs me the wrong way. It's kind of similar to like how they planted Austin, you know, it, you know, Austin FC in Austin kind of like, Hey, it doesn't matter if there's already teams there. 
just put an MLS team in there and screw screw the foundation that Detroit City and, and other other teams have built. So um, yeah, but, and Detroit was the one with that badass atmosphere, right? Yeah, Detroit's the very very Europeanish. Uh, yeah, I think I saw their game on ESPN two one time, the so, playoff match last year. So, and they are a uh, unique fan base, we'll say. Um, just you know, it's you know, it's like FC Cincinnati, you know, you know, but you know, the quote ultra version. Um, I've met them; they're cool, you know, they're nice people. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, just the 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 internet tough guy. Hey, you know, we call him the gatekeeper of uh, sporting groups in uh, USL because they do it. But you know, hey, it is what it is. But let's get into kind of the next stage here. Uh, you want to do West finishes, or let's start with Texas MLS finishes, and we'll see where we put our our team so you know for, for it here so i've got a little spreadsheet that we'll we'll have here um and you know we'll, we'll uh maybe tweet it out afterwards uh, for it here so doing it in alphabetical order uh austin fc uh where are you placing one through 14 austin fc um obviously it's super biased right but i believe we could finish first uh, so I'll put us at one. So first place, Austin FC. Sorry, I had a cat that got up near the TVs. Well, you said good. first place? Yeah, first first place. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a bold move. But it, it also puts us in a bad spot because not many – Teams have won MLS Cup after you know taking first place. LA did it last year, so LA did it. I so what do you got him? What do you got, Austin? Full disclosure: last year I picked them to finish last in the West. I'm not going to finish last in the West this year. Hey, cheers to uh, uh, episode 35. Cheers. Uh, I'm going to go fifth. I do think that they come back a little bit. Uh, for that here, FC Dallas, where do you see them? Uh, and if you're got, watching on YouTube, you can you can see, see this here. Yeah, just put it put it on there. But yeah, I got FC Dallas actually finishing uh, third place. I think that they're going to be uh, pretty serious this season. They're going to be a threat. So I got them. Third place, Nico Estevez doing his thing over there. What about you? What do you got? What do you got, Dallas? Is that uh, third? I got them fourth. Oh, okay. There we go. Copy and paste, and boom. <laughs> and you said third. Yeah. And this is the one I think we're going to have the huge gap. Uh, Houston Dynamo. And see what, what, what a lot of people don't like. A lot of people are going to sit there and say that uh, I'm, I make this super biased, you know, and that it's awesome. No, trust me. I give Houston and Dallas every chance to be here to defend themselves and, and have a say in all this. We did. So, you know, to all the Houston and, and Dallas fans, you guys want to jump on? 
hey, be my guest. You are invited. <laughs> but yeah, 100%. Houston Dynamo, I got – go ahead. I want you to give your Houston Dynamo take first. I got them eight. Eighth? Eighth. Eight. So eighth. that puts them in playoffs. I, I think they're eighth, ninth along those lines here. I think they're better. I think I think they're kind of like Austin FC was last year where they've made a lot of moves, and I think they're going to be much better than people anticipate. Because right. I think most most of the uh, predictors have them 12th, 13th uh, in the West here. Yeah, and that's actually where I have them. I have them in 12th place. Um. Just, I think it's going to still take them a while. I think that midfield with Ache Ache and Coco and Archer, I don't think it's going to work as well as they think it's going to work. So, got them 12th place. But also, I think they have the ability to bring in some players midseason, right? Uh, well, yeah, I think they have until April. Uh, that's whenever the MLS window closes, and then it opens again in July. It, does, it closes like in September or something like that. So it's a pretty big window. It's not like the European windows where it's just January and uh, summer window. Colorado Rapids. So, you know, so, you know, looking at it here, um, just on the Texas teams here, you have Austin, Dallas, Houston. I have a tighter group, four through eight, Dallas, Austin, Dynamo, and I'm talking about between Dallas and Austin's maybe one, two, three points at max. I think I think there's going to be a, a, a gap between Austin and and the Dynamo where they finish eighth or ninth. But I think you know I think D- Dallas and Austin um, that's going to be a fun little rivalry uh, this year on, on how they finish here. Uh, the Colorado Rapids. Um, some people are high, some people are low uh, on them here. Uh, their kit's decent, um, but I'm going to go <laughs> – I'm going to put them 12th. You got to bring up the kit, right? I mean – I like their – they have a – the scarf is better. I don't know if you saw. They've got a scarf. The scarf is actually – I on be- uh, Weeby's uh, Instagram or something like that maybe. The scarf is better than, than the actual kit, in my opinion. Yeah. I got Colorado finishing in sixth place. I think they're going to snap back from last season and do, I guess, the Colorado thing, like you say, you know, go up and down, up and down. So I think they'll land Stan sixth. Crunky. I'm telling you, Stan Kroenke. I'm just – it's – worst owner in the league per, per the athletic. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, we'll see. All right, who's next? Who you got? Uh, you got uh, LA Galaxy. Galaxy. Uh, I'll, I'll throw where I, I, I think they're going to finish fourth. I think they're going to have a good season. I think uh, their midfield is going to get going. Chicharito is going to get going. He's going to do Chicharito things. So LA Galaxy is going to be a problem. I believe, have we beat them? Man, have we beat Carson? I can't remember. But I think that that's one of the teams we haven't beat yet. But I could be wrong. We may have beat them 2-0. You guys comment in the section. You know, comment below. Comment section. Let me know if uh, we beat LA Galaxy already. I, can't, I just can't remember. 
LA Galaxy. I'm going to put them at seventh. I'm not as big a believer of them as you are. Okay. Uh, LAFC, uh, the Kings, I still got them number one. Number one? Yeah. Oh, that's LA Galaxy. Hold on. You mean Chivas USA? You got it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Where do you got them? I'm assuming number two. Number two, LAFC. I mean, come on. I'm a reasonable guy. I'm not going to all of a sudden drop them down to like, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, look at that, though. That's the same top four as last season. So, just Galaxy and Dallas. I, Five thirty-eight has LAFC number one, Austin number two, uh, LA number three. So I'm bucking the trend here with the Galaxy at seven. But there's always there's always surprises. Always, we'll come back and look at this. Minnesota United. Uh, Minnesota, Minnesota United. That Man UFC boy. I'm going to go 11th. Go ahead and go down one for me. I got him 10th. 10th place. Yeah, just going to miss the playoff cut, the new playoff format cut. Portland Timbers. Portland, Um, I got him 7th. I got him an iconic 7th. 7th place. That's a... A good spot for Portland always. And I was was going to pick Sebastian Blanco. That reminds me, Harry, if you could think of a good midfielder, I need to give uh, North End a replacement for Reynoso because we have Reynoso. But, you know, since we're a Texas Ring of Fire, we got to pick one more uh, midfielder now. I'm going to go sixth. Looking at the options, I'm going to go sixth. Yeah, they, they have Sebastian Blanco, and he's, he's actually good. hurt. He's hurt, though. Oh, he's hurt? Oh, he's hurt that's right. May. I remember that. Yeah, he's hurt till May, so he's not going to be a good pick. He wouldn't be a good pick. Let's see. Ralph Salt Lake, RSL. I got them eighth. Ooh. Eighth place right there, always still fighting with Portland, like always. I got them 13th, actually. I'm thinking of down here for them. 13th? Okay. That might be my Rapids. Uh, Crylock, he's and... supposed to, you know, he's he's back. San Jose, the earthquake. I got them. Who's left? Sounders, St. Louis, Vancouver. I got them 10th. Tenth, I got San Jose. I actually just moved mine because, man, Cade Cowell, I have, for some reason I have a feeling Cade Cowell is going to have a season, man. He's going to have a really good season. Let's see them in ninth place. Let's see, see him be really good for them and get them into the playoffs. You know, have them have that wild card. 
The defending CONCACAF Champions League, Seattle Sounders. Ooh, Seattle, right. Man, they need a comeback, dude. What do you got them? I got them second. Second? <laughs> I, th- I think that they reached That's a home. hot take, everybody. Y'all need to get on Harry for this one. Second place. Did, did, it, did they even qualify for playoffs last year? Uh, I believe they did not, actually. They, yeah, the first time in club history where they did not qualify for playoffs. And you're going to call second. Whew, sheesh, man. All right. Harry with the hot take of the day. <laughs> yeah, that's where I put him at, right there. Fifth? Yes, sir. I got him in fifth place. I do think that they're going to bounce back after last year. I know they focused in on CCL, which hey, that gamble paid off for them. They were first MLS club in history to win the CONCACAF Champions League. So they will always be cemented in history for that one, man. So. Kudos to them. I see them bouncing back. Fifth place. Sporting Kansas City. SKC. That's that's actually who I had up there. But I, I don't know, got man. 11th, 13th, or 14th. Yeah, so skeptical, man. I think they're 11th place team. Ugh. So I think I need to bump up Dallas and Austin. I do think third or fourth. But since we're kind of doing this on the fly, we didn't print this out. Um, We purposely saved uh, our predictions here. Well, Uh, I guess now because of that, you got to put St. Louis City in third place now. (laughs) Well, no, I I haven't selected them yet. So I have three, nine, or 14. Yeah, that's Um, part of the game. St. Louis City um, obviously is not going to be third. Vancouver, I don't think is going to be third. So this is like one of those TikToks where you're picking picking teams and trying to fill them in. Uh, this on the fly, I guess I have to go third. SKC Peter Ramis, he got he got it. He got his he's got his extension. Surprisingly, I don't understand that, but Johnny Russell, I like Johnny Russell, man. He's he's one of those guys that can really change the game for you. But historically, Seattle and Kansas City very rarely have bad years back to back. Okay. Now, what, and, and and so <clears throat> I might be a little bit higher than than most, but um, even five thirty eight, like they have Austin forty six point one, Galaxy forty five, Seattle forty four point six, FC Dallas forty three. Sporting Kansas City, 40.2. Portland, 41. So they're kind of in that mix. And in the West, it's loaded uh, along those lines here. So St. Louis City, the expansion team, uh, the Sam and Dennerans, the Josh Yarrows, and, and I'm probably going to be I, – I know I'm going to get roasted for this. I got them ninth. I'm going to have them in the they're playoff, gonna make playoffs. playoff game. Okay. No, they're going to be in the playoff. Wild card, game. wild card, wild uh, card game for that here. So the wild card, the playing game here. But uh, um, yeah, I got them finishing 14th place. I mean, it's just it is what it is. Uh, we were lucky not to finish last place our first season. If it wasn't so. for Houston, we would have. <laughs> so thank you, Houston, for holding us up. But that pick's probably not going to be there. But. I have a soft spot for St. Louis, so I won't. Oh, so I won't we got lie. excuses uh, already, huh? No, just all right. Um, Vancouver, you've got thirteenth, and I've got them fourteenth here. So yeah, 
neither one of us are fans of the white cat. <laughs> yeah. So there you so, have it. There you got the MLS West finishes. Honestly, that's what that would be. That would be mine on the right and Harry's on the left. If you can't see what it says, I'll break it down for you for all the listeners that do listen to us uh, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Shout out to you, all of y'all that do listen to us because, man, I, I do I do take notice of all that. So I appreciate y'all, man. Shout out to everybody. Leave a review. Let, leave a comment. Let me know who you are, you know, because I really would like to give you a special shout out. But we got Harry. This is his uh, take. LAFC in first, Seattle Sounders second, SKC in third, FC Dallas in fourth, Austin FC fifth, Portland Timbers sixth, LA Galaxy seventh, Houston Dynamo eighth, St. Louis City ninth, which hot take for SKC third <laughs> and that one for being ninth. 10th place, San Jose Earthquakes. 11th place, Minnesota United FC. Colorado Rapids in 12th. Rouse Salt Lake in 13th. Vancouver Whitecaps in 14th. For me, I got, of course, Verde's first place, Austin FC. Second place, LAFC. Third, FC Dallas. Fourth, LA Galaxy. Fifth, Seattle Sounders. Sixth, Colorado Rapids. Seventh, Portland Timbers. RSL in eighth. San Jose Earthquakes in 9th, Minnesota United FC in 10th, Sporting Kansas City in 11th, Houston Dynamo in 12th, Come Fight Me, not just playing, because you might, Vancouver Whitecaps 13th, and St. Louis City in 14th. So So we talk about our differences. You have the Rapids in the playoffs. I don't. Who's the team? I have Sporting Kansas City have in the Houston. playoffs over the Rapids. You have Houston in the playoffs. I don't. Have Houston. You have Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. I got San Jose. And, in, you and then in the playoff game, you have San Jose and St. Louis City. So, But the teams out of the playoffs, um, Minnesota, um, Vancouver, and yeah, that's it. So, it's a little so bit yeah, of variety. That, yeah, it's it's definitely up for grabs this season, and, I, and that's what I love about the MLS. It's what I was explaining with a buddy of mine, uh, OCL. He was telling me how he, I guess, he's kind of getting to the MLS just now and trying to get to where um, he can basically. For it's frustrating for for a fan coming into it, right? Whenever you're used to European the transfer windows, mm-hmm. the way it all works over there, it, you come to the MLS and it's like a culture shock almost. Like you're just like, like what is, what is Tam and Gam and DP and international like just all this stuff is first just... rights of refusal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and still getting paid for it, like crazy stuff, right? So I was just telling them like, it's just. The, the MLS is so open. All the teams are pretty even. It's supposed to be that way. It, they're supposed to well, be Well, that's how even. the league does it. That's why the salary right. cap – and this – to me, this is – MLS is – if they do not start raising the salary cap, there's going to be some issues coming down the road. I don't know when the uh, MLS uh, – the players' agreement deal, the, the, the CBA – um expires or when the players have the ability to kind of challenge that 
But with all the money that's coming in, I think I saw what Adidas just renewed for what 860 um, million, um, you know, the 2.5 billion from Apple and all this other stuff. There's a large influx of cash. And I think the cap's what, 5 million or a little bit over that somewhere? somewhere yeah, I'm not even lines. sure. I'm not even sure. And, and it's kind of hard because you got DP money, you got homegrown, you got, you know, generation adidas players there's all these little silly mechanisms that a lot a lot that just but every team all 30 it should be it's 30 it's 30 rosters spots and each spot has to like pretty much be the same so you have like one through what 18 or whatever one through 20 where it has to be a certain amount of like like the the salary cap has to almost be even uh like the international slots got to be even you know all that kind of stuff dp your u21s or i mean your u22s i mean your um homegrowns like you were saying and you can even get players from other places and still have their homegrown rights which is it's just like how but yeah man it's it's a new thing to a lot of people and it's just getting even weirder with the playoff the way it is now I mean, imagine having to ex- explain that to somebody who's coming. They're like, what? Like, You can't. You you followed the league since, well, you've started Austin since Austin FC started. Mm, right. I followed MLS probably a little bit longer now. I'm not an M- MLS fan, despite everybody accusing me of being an Austin FC fan. <laughs> you are an Austin um, FC fan. <laughs> I, you know, or, or a Phoenix Rising fan or RGV fan or, you know, through here. I just enjoy the game. The problem with the – the the problem with MLS is its rules are too hard to understand. If they went with just a flat salary uh, salary cap, if you want to have a salary cap, that's fine. Mm. But get rid of these silly silly rules with the Pam Gam, you know, the first rights refusal, the uh, um, well, even the uh, second entry draft and all that is confusing. Yes. All that is confusing. Well, that's partly how how um... I have to take it in. I have to take it in like doses. So, like, I have a, a buddy of mine. His name is Brad. Uh, shout out, Brad. And I, I have to ask him. Like, we have to sit down in like segments so that he can explain Tam to me and Gam to me. And now I understand Tam and Gam and what you would spend that money on. What type of players you would spend that money on. And but at, if you don't understand it, it is like. Oh, it is, man. It can go over your head like nothing. All right. So we, we're mainly talk about the West. But we can't be doing a show without talking a little bit about the East. The East. So who is your pick? The East. For that, that comes out of the East. Who, who is your pick uh, that, that comes out of the East? Well, I guess thinking about it right off the top of my head, because I guess I don't have in front of me. Philly, Philly comes to to mind. Philly comes to mind. The finals even, last year. Yeah, and even uh, a Cincinnati, a Cincinnati comes and Nashville. They're so the those hot team this year. Th- even Nashville. So those three, to me. And there's there's even there's man the East is not bad. Because you got New England, uh, Toronto. You got Toronto. Toronto, 
New York City, FC. New York City. Will Atlanta rebound? Um, that's a big question. Uh, Orlando City, by most MLS experts, had the best offseason for whatever that's worth. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, what they got? They got Felipe Martins. I mean, I'm not trying to hate on the guy, but I think he's going to be a starter for them. So, I mean, if he's their starter. I don't know how much better they could have really gotten. Not trying to talk down on him at all because he's 22. <laughs> but I was seeing there's a lot of rumors about Philadelphia and their head coach, Jim uh, Kurt, Jim Curtin, right? Um, sorry if that's not how you pronounce his name, possibly being the fill-in for the U.S. men's national team because he's out of contract at the end of this year. So that's a possibility which would be kind of an odd odd move um, at this point, but we'll see who t- who takes that job. Columbus, and, and you know, Columbus is a bad word in, in Austin. Um, no, we're, no Austin answer. is a bad word in Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, see it going back and forth. Uh, <laughs> I don't mind Columbus, you know. Screw the crew. <laughs> I don't mind them. <laughs> so, so, yeah, man. My pick, uh, I'm going to go with – you're I like three. to think outside the box. I'm gonna. You go know what? With Let's do four. Let's do four. Let's do. Oh, your, top four. Yeah. Let's see who gets in the who gets home field advantage for in your eyes. All right. Hold on one second. Let me. So I, I'll go. I'll go ahead and do the uh, Philly. I'll do the Toronto, um, Nashville, and Cincinnati. Man, I, those are those are my three. So you went Philadelphia. Philly, Toronto, Toronto, and uh, Cincy, Cincinnati. Because for our best ball. You said four. Yeah, Nashville, Philly, Toronto. Oh, Nashville. Yeah, Cincinnati. So I'm going to do Philly as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to do NYCFC. All right. I'm going to do Atlanta. And my wild card is going to be, I think, New England uh, rebounds from a disappointing. uh, I know, right? How do they go from disappointing year? Having a. Didn't they have. Didn't they break the record the season before? Yes, had the most points. Yep. How do you do that? Go from breaking the record and don't even get in the playoffs following season? Well, and that well, that's part of the reason why I'm not as high on Austin FC. Is and we've seen this with many teams. The Rapids are probably the most common. Where up, down, up, down. And so, I just so think let's I, let, let me let me tell you why I think we're going to finish. And I think it should be noted that Sebastian Driussi and Diego Fugundes, my boy Diego, finally put that pen in the paper. And I've been crying about it all offseason, right, Harry? Have mm-hmm. I not? Harry's been texting me like, hey, RB, it's enough of the Diego Fagunda stuff on the show already. <laughs> like, He's getting shipped out. He's getting shipped out. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, like, thank God that Diego Fagundes, you know, yesterday he was he finally signed his, his uh, I guess, what, three-year extension with a, a year option for 26 and then, 
Sebastian Riusi did the same thing earlier this week. I think it was on Monday. Earlier so this he, week, yeah. Yeah, so he, same thing, three-year extension with uh, one-year option. So, And he was named captain today. Uh, ring taking the armband, taking it away. We have to talk about that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. But but I think that with Sebastian Riusi and Diego Fugundes, we don't fall off this season. We don't have a big drop-off, we, and we stay consistent. In my opinion, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. In my opinion, the only thing that we're missing is offloading spring, uh, offloading ring and Ronnie Redis. Freeing up that U22 spot and getting some more money for that DP spot. So we keep Zan, uh, Zan Komenich and we keep uh, – who's our other U22? Uh, oh, Jita. Jita's not even here right now. See what I'm saying? So we, mm-hmm. if if that can happen, and we have more, that that gives us more cap for a, a real DP. Imagine getting a true DP, you know, center defensive mid, or even a, or even a center back, a true DP, not ring, but ring gets his armband taken away after the performance he had last season. Obviously, you have something to say about it. So, what yes. what, what what's your topic? I just, I just wonder how that's going to play in the locker room. Um, now Jerusi's loved, and it's not saying that he didn't earn it, but we're gonna we're gonna see what kind of teammate that ring is. Because you follow Austin a lot closer than I do. Um, you know, I, I don't know about that. Hour. I, I listen. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I I I listen. I listen to all three, you know, podcasts about about all all, all of the clubs uh, here in Texas. To me, Ring has been out of rotation. Period. And, and I know it's preseason. I know he's more of a veteran. I wonder how much he's actually going to play. So, yeah, a lot of people are, are saying and thinking that he's going to play and have a you know a good role for CCL and this and that. But I'm with you. I don't think if he's getting this playing time, especially preseason, there's something I've seen. Maybe he has there's a something knock. amiss. Yeah, there, he maybe has a knock. Maybe maybe he just isn't performing. You know, maybe he just maybe it's what, age. Yeah, he's not yeah. the quickest. He's not the he's not the quickest guy. He's never been the quickest. He's tactical. He's just maybe he's just getting outworked in practice, and and that's just what it is. You know, he's just not. Wolf is like, why play ring when I have better options to play in this position? And 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 following Austin FC fans on social media, the first season, I think they backed him because he was the first captain. Last year you saw a and lot he had, of and he played with some balls. He played with some balls for a season. Last year you saw a lot of cracks in the support for Ring for uh, for the support, and especially as the season ended, despite the success of, of Austin FC. To me, my, you know that that's going to be my question: is will Ring accept his role if it's going to be a backup position? Or do they bring in somebody along those lines, like you mentioned, pay them out, trade them along those lines? That's going to be the 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 interesting question, I think, for Austin FC. Um, 
the other thing that and, and I was thinking about this is Tarusi's got the new contract. Tarusi's got the armband. He's going to be getting the focus of of everybody now, and he's earned it. Can he can he can he match last year's production? I, man, I, and I don't, I don't think it, nothing's it, changing besides his number and the, and something around his arm because he wore the armband last season for some games. But we've seen players that get the payday, and then it's a dip, and it doesn't matter the league. You know whether it's MLS. I tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you. I'll tell you Saturday after the game. If I see Drewsy <laughs> walking after any plays, I will be like, man. But you like, know what I mean, though. I do. I there's, do. There's added do. pressure that's yeah. built off Drewsy with this decision. Yeah. That wasn't that ring. Being the captain of a team, there's more responsibility. You're and Anderson Drewsy is the face of the franchise. He is, you know, whether whether he has the armband or he doesn't have the armband, mm-hmm. but giving him the armband, which he has earned, nobody, I, I'm not disputing that. But to me, you're, it's it's an added pressure. And to me, I'll be interested to see if if he can live, you know, how it affects him. I, I think he'll do well. Um, and I have a feeling when it comes to MVP discussion, he's he's what top two, top three uh, at most, mm-hmm. if not the favorite this year. Um, yeah, just because MLS, from my understanding, listening, I think it was extra time. Um, let's get let's get into that MVP real quick. Uh, a Ring of Fire MVP. So, what do you think? Who do you, who do you think is going to be the MVP of the Ring of Fire Texas teams? Obviously, uh, if you want to include San Antonio with us, you can. Well, they're better than anybody, but no. I'm, I'm going to keep it here. <laughs> yeah. just- to me, the issue with picking San Christian Antonio Parano. is I don't know Christian, their Christian Parano, um, man. That that dude is a freaking beast, and he's well, coming actually, back. Mitchell Tainer is the you know what was the um, was the star for you guys or what was the star last year? Yeah. Okay, we'll see. Look, man, repeat. Let's as, touch on that real quick. As, what it's you hard think? for repeat. a center back though. For a center back, um, he had everything yeah, going. I, right. I know exactly I love what you're Mitchell. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, he is good. But, yeah. yeah. The baller. But hold on. So my I don't my think... ring of my ring of fire D, yours uh, is Drewsy, right? It, it's it's gonna be Drewsy. I mean, come on. And it's it's Drewsy. Drewsy. Oh Drewsy. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Drewsy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Drewsy, he I think he's gonna do well, especially I think Rigoni's gonna get going. We're gonna find out. Obviously, less than 48 hours. I'm freaking stoked. Cannot wait to be inside of Q2. And man, we're we're gonna do a little bit of a match preview here in a little bit for sure. But uh, who you got for I'm, your MVP? I'm gonna go a little bit different from you. Um, obviously, obviously, and another Austin FC player that I already know you. <laughs> no, it's not Austin <laughs> FC. You know that. <laughs> Uh, I'm just trying to decide here. I'm gonna go Jesus Friera. Okay. I, I think because I, I think Dallas. Da- Dallas to me is in one of those make it or break it years. You with the hunts, they've invested money. You know for it here. You I think, think this year have... to make it or break it? I think Nico still got time and. Well, no, no, no. I'm just talking about for them, for the hunts to keep putting the money into the franchise. Because what prior to last year they really hadn't. 
you know, they'd done it in the academy, but not really to mm-hmm. the first team. And to me, I think that, you know, f- you know, for the hunts, I think that, and I'm not talking about that they're going to replace uh, the coach or anything along those lines, but I think this is, I think this is the, the year if Jesus Ferrer is going to be making, making that step up, this is the year that, 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 that he's going to do it. Um, now the question is, is if he does get off to that hot start early, does he, does he move to Europe? You know, that, that so many other FC Dallas players have, but um, I'm I mean, not going to pick somebody from Austin because Darussi is the obvious. Um, mm. And, you know, I'll be the protagonist on the show, the, the anti-Austin, which I, I love. Um, I'll go with Jesus Ferreira uh, for that here. Um, I'm just trying to see if there's really anybody from Houston that would be worth considering. I don't really think so, right? Uh, Ferreira, if he gets going, but that's that's probably the only guy. I don't think they have much plans for Thor. I had a lot of hopes for Thor because I like the he's way still he young. Looks. Yeah, he's still young, but so. But yeah, to to me, like I said here, yeah. So, but uh, to me, like I said here, I think I'll, I'll go with Ferrera uh, just for the fact that um, you know that way it's not a Austin FC show uh, for that here. All right, sounds good. Uh, let's see. Let's hit a ring of fire, golden boot. And we'll we'll go ahead and do Driussi's off limits because he's obviously going to win MVP and golden boot, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, isn't that one and the same? Yeah, I, it, it, it is, but it's not because, I mean, you can have different types of, you know, we can come back and be like, we can even have a vote, have a, have a poll, you know, on the text ring of fire uh, Twitter. So here, I'm actually going to change mine. Um, I'm going to shock you. I'm going to do for uh, what? For what? Golden boot or for MVP? Uh, for MV for MVP uh, for it here. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, hold on, get back to Dallas here. Make sure I pronounce his name correctly. Jesus Fierro is the golden boot. Okay. But I'm going to go with your boy. Um, Fundungas as the as the uh, MVP. That's a pretty good take. Because it's pretty not so much just the goal score, just because I want to go with somebody that's not just a goal score, but you know impacts the entire game. Because I mean, he, just, he's going to try. And, he's going to try and match his assist from last year. Right. So, but I, I will. You know, like I said here, somebody's got to be. Somebody's got to get you know, Darussi in that position. And I think uh, with Fungudis, you know, with him getting his payday, uh, you know, hopefully getting a step up. We don't know how much it is as of yet, but you got to figure it's, it's, it's going to be a decent chain. It's something um, worth keeping him here. <laughs> with uh, the new addition to the family and congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, to Diego. Yeah. Uh, you know, with the new addition, I, I, to me, if Austin's going to succeed, I think a lot has to go through, through him and I know it's probably um, he may not get all the highlights, um, you know, for it here, but I think he is the key for Austin FC. Yeah, I I, uh, I can agree with that. So um, I guess outside of Driussi, I'm gonna go with uh, Mariano Rigoni 
So I think Rigon, and it's just who Come I think on. is. Man, for some reason, man, I just think he's going to get going, bro. He could get going. You don't think anybody from Dallas or Houston's going to If someone from Dallas, if someone from, okay, if it's going to be someone from Dallas, it's going to be Alan Velasco. So it, it's either gonna, that's, and that's my second pick for Golden Boot, you know, outside of Riusi. It's Alan Velasco because Alan Velasco is another one of those guys that can, he finds his own space and he takes it. Right. He takes it and he and he finishes and he's very clinical with what, what he wants to do. So if he's if an, another guy, if he gets going, you can count on Alan Velasco to to have a good season and get those goals in. So that's why I mean I have Dallas finishing third place. Come on now. Oh, I know, but generally the lead. So you and, don't, and you have to expect me, Austin I FC be to be very explosive this year. It, well, that's what I would hope for. You know, you would want goals to be coming for out of everyone, not just one player. That's how that's how you get have successful seasons. That's how you win. No, cups. no, I understand that's, that. You know, like that's how we were. That's how we would be able to go and move. But move if you've far got an MVP candidate, if you're saying Darussi's the MVP candidate, you figure he's going to be what twenty uh, some goals. Who was it last year? It was Cincinnati with uh, they had Brandon Vasquez and Brenner, and they they were both like eighteen and like sixteen goals. Like they were fighting against each other. So it, I mean, it's it's doable, you know. It's it's possible. Because Hanny Hanny Mukhtar had twenty three goals. Drusi had twenty two last year. Something like that. Well, no, I'm looking at it here. Okay. Uh, Jesus Ferreira had eighteen. Yeah. And then Brenner and Sebastian Ferreira had 13, um, you know, for the year. Okay, see, Sebastian Ferreira, if he, if he can get going, I mean. And he's got a better supporting cast this year. I think true. he does over last year. Yeah. So, but. So, yeah, that's who I got uh, for my golden boot. Let's move, move along. Newcomer of the year. This one's hard for me because I'm not as up on the MLS players. Let me see if I can go to the roster because I'm going to pick somebody from Houston. Just cause. I guess it would be a crime to pick an Austin guy, right? Oh, I picked one. I picked your guy. No, I mean for me. <laughs> no, you can't. It's is I think Leo Weissenden. Really, I think Leo Weissenden is going to be a guy that's really going to do well and turn a lot of heads in the league. At that, get people talking about him. Yeah, I'm not sure. To be honest with you, I'm not sure on this one. I don't know. I don't know the players well enough to where they came from here. So we did have a little bit of uh, Copa Tejas news come out. And that is the March 18th, the Houston versus Austin game, and the May 13th, which is the Austin versus Dallas game. Those two games will not count towards the Copa Tejas uh, standings. Only the last two games between Austin and Houston will count, and the last two games between Austin and Dallas will count. So... um. I mean, either way, I plan on getting 18 points, you know, in Copa Tejas. But I want your thoughts. Who do you think will take Copa Tejas this year? Obviously, I'm an Austin guy. 
I want well, to. Well, I've already selected FC Dallas. Well, actually, no, I said FC Dallas finishes better. Um, can Houston eke out points? And if they can eke out points, which is the team that they can eke out the most points against? Because let's say Dallas and, and Austin split. So Houston hosts us. Houston hosts us twice first, but obviously the first one doesn't. Well, count. Right, but only the first one doesn't count. So the second one is in May. That's gonna be fun. That's like three days, four days for my birthday. That's gonna oh, be nice. badass. That's gonna be badass. But. Uh, I'll go with Austin FC uh, again to repeat as for the MLS. Uh, champion uh, for here. I just, I just think that they will, that they will hold serve. I think Dallas and Austin will split points, and I don't think the Austin FC Houston Dynamo matches at this time have the same intensity as Dallas and Houston. So I think with that. Um, Plus, Austin does travel much better than Dallas, to where um, I'll, I'll get I'll I'll give it to Austin FC um, over Dallas. I have Austin, Dallas, and then Dynamo uh, once again finishing uh, third in the uh, MLS uh, in the Copa Teos MLS. Yeah, same. Uh, that's what I got. I guess we can go ahead and hit the Copa Teos Shields. What do you think? Obviously, you think San Antonio is going to win. I think that Austin is going to win. So, for all everyone who doesn't know how the Copa Shield uh, actually works, it's points per game. So, it's an average of how many points you get per game. Let me throw a wild card to you. Go for it. The Dash. Houston Dash. They're in it. They're, they're in it. They're in it. They're, they're in it. They have from – from my understanding, their team's better this year. They play fewer matches because um, they're not counting the um, uh, the cup that they do normally at the beginning of the season. This year, they're doing it uh, more mid-season. And the so, dash, uh, for those who don't know, are the is the Houston Dash. Houston yeah, it's, dash out of the, it's the women's. Yeah, it's the, the women's, women's team. They are part of the Copa Shield. To me, they're a sneaky good one because the the you know I I you know for full disclosure, um, I help Danielle and Steve uh, with the Copa Teos with the Copa Shield and and you know I have a spreadsheet that that I send out uh, for that here. One of the tiebreakers is is oh uh, so you rigged that US thing? Huh? I'll rig it. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Dude. I have no. I have, <laughs> they, they set the rules, uh, but to to me the. The fair play comes into play if goal differential uh, doesn't come in. So where you know, to me, Dash are kind of a sneaky, sneaky uh, pick on this because I do think that they're going to be better. They were, I think they were, they were a playoff team. So are you year. taking the Dash? Uh, I don't want to pick my. I don't, I don't want to jinx San Antonio FC, so I won't pick them. So yeah, I'll go with the dash just to, just to be different, give them some love. We gotta have some Houston representation on here, right? The, that's not know, that's uh, not a bad take. I think, man, you guys got 
a lot of players coming back. You still got the same coach. Um, I don't see why you couldn't repeat. So I'm going to go ahead and take San Antonio for that Copa Tejas. Uh, the shield. The, the yeah. shield. Yeah, the shield. I think I think you guys could repeat. And if you guys repeat, you got to give me the tickets again. I got to go to that final because <laughs> it was a blast, man. It was a blast. Uh, so, so that's Copa Tejas. I'm excited, dude. I can't wait to have some uh, in-state rivalry games going. Matter of fact, March 18th is going to be Austin going to uh, Houston. I'm not going to get to go to that game. My daughter's birthday is that week. We actually, that's what I was telling you about. We booked a condo out in Galveston. So I'm going to set up a TV outside. I already got it set up. I'm going to set up a TV outside. Got my Apple Plus going. Going to have some barbecue going. So uh, it's a full moon that night. So whoever goes to Houston. So Arby's avoiding everybody. Yeah, I will be MIA, be (laughs) missing in action. But those are my Copa de House predictions. Let's go ahead and get into uh, week one. Week one starting lineup. And let's see, we got Austin FC that plays St. Louis City. St. Louis City, um, first game in MLS history. It's their inaugural game. Why you say that? You remember Austin FC's first game, right? Against LAFC? How could I forget? Mm-hmm. It was a pretty competitive game. Yeah. I wish, but but look, think about it. COVID was kind of just getting, you know, by. They weren't letting much people into the stadiums yet. So uh, I think it's Bank of California, right? Uh, the yeah, that's where it was, yeah. Well, it's changed so, now, but yeah, it was Bank of California. Yeah, yeah it, it is changed now. But um, they didn't have a full stadium. So Austin FC did not have to come into the league experiencing a real 32-52. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But St. Louis City, <laughs> they are going to walk into a man. like Yes, but they're going to have fans there too. <laughs> They will be well. They will probably be one yeah, of the I, as far as away supporters. Well. They're going to travel well just because it's the very first game. Mm-hmm. Just like when Austin FC, even during the COVID, you guys traveled well. Yeah. Uh, and we still do. We happen. still do. Right. You get. I'm not doubting that. Yeah. St. Louis, they come from you know for you know they come from the USL. Um, I know they're not the same team, but you know the the St. Louisans, and, and they've got other supporters groups. But I know quite a few of the St. Louisans. Um, if you get a chance, listen to this is the silly pod. Uh, you know Matthew Bird, who uh, ruffled a, a few Austin FC uh, feathers here, uh, you know a couple of times here already on on, on Twitter. Uh, but they do a, <laughs> they do a, they do a great one. Uh, Flyover Footy is another good one with Phil Grooms and, and Stewart. Uh, you know for that here. Um, I was trying to see if I could hook up with them uh, to see about doing a preview, but schedule-wise, we just can't get it to work. Um, they're gonna they're gonna come in. Um, it'll be interesting on on how St. Louis does come in. Uh, I do think that Austin FC is gonna be the the heavy favored, uh, no question. But wearing that kit for the first time. Even in a hostile environment, you know, we've seen what Atlanta United, I think they opened up against Seattle, right? Um, Charlotte opened up 
was pretty competitive in in their first match against uh, the Galaxy, right? I think uh, they played. I the couldn't Galaxy, even tell you because um, it was in at the the where the paint. Well, it's where they play their games. Seventy some thousand uh, showed up for it. So to me, it, it's that. that first game. <sighs> you just can't underestimate because you know you know, you, you want to make a statement you don't want to get blown out um you know for that here so um Austin FC wins no, don't, don't get me wrong but to me i guess the the starting lineup for you ring in or ring out yeah no nah, rings ring uh, he's out man a lot of people are saying that he's going to be in for this this match and i don't see it I don't see it at all. Zero, zero chance that he's in. Um, well, not he, zero. He's uh, he'll be in the eighteen. Or yeah, you don't even well, think he's in the eighteen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's in. He's in the eighteen, but zero chance that he starts this this game. Like, like I don't see. I, I don't, don't even go there, and, and I'm not a ring fan. Man, I'm not but, a ring fan. Okay. All right. One uh, percent chance that the guy starts. Does that help? Does that help? So that way, I don't seem like a total idiot. <laughs> but I don't think ring ha- ring starts. If ring were to start, it would really, really like shock me. Because, but but then again, it, it wouldn't because Wolf has done crazier things, crazier things than this. Wolf but is to, a loyal guy, though. But not to see to not see ring as much as you know as we didn't see him in the off season, in the preseason, you know, leading up to the this first game, as much minutes as he got. I don't think that he's in the plans to start. I don't see it. And a lot of people are saying that he could be being held for uh, Champions League, which I could see it maybe because he has a little bit of experience in the Champions League, maybe because he's a little bit more mature, maybe because he, he'll he grind out a game. You know, he, he'll, he will get down and be defensive. You know, maybe that's what we need to do because it's two legs. You know what I mean? We, we get a second chance at it. Rather than these games that we only get, you know, it's three points and done, or or three points, one or, or none, right? So I I don't I don't see Ring starting this game. I think it's going to be Driussi, Pereira, and Owen in the midfield. Uh, Stuver starts in goal. We're going to have uh, Nick Lima. We're going to have uh, Cascante and uh, Leo Bisonen. A lot of people saying that maybe Cascante won't start because of the stitching and that he has in his head, but I think. I don't think he would be tweeting like let's let's go, let's go and getting all crunk for the weekend if if he wasn't ready to go. I don't think he would be trying to sell us like that. So I think he's ready to go. And I think uh, Komenich starts this game. I think Komenich, uh earned his his spot back for now. Uh, and if the competition gets good again, then obviously we have Gallagher. We know what he can do. I don't like him on the right, so I would prefer him on the left. Um, but yeah, uh, Zon Komenich, he gets the start and then we got Diego, uh, Rigoni and Zardes up top and that's our starting 11 right there. And I, I think Zardes gets on the score sheet and, you know, Rigoni possibly as well. Uh, Diego Fagundes gets him assi- himself an assist. Uh, maybe Zon Komenich also gets himself an assist. So I, I, I that's my starting lineup and Jared Stroud is going to be coming for St. Louis. So. I'm pretty sure he's going to be starting, and it's going to be exciting to, to see how he how he looks in a different uniform inside of Q2. You know, the last time we saw him inside of Q2 was in 
uh, an Austin FC kit. So excited for the match, man. I'm not sure if you know much about St. Louis, but if you could give us maybe your starting lineup that is projected. Um, yeah, I don't have much on St. Louis because I don't know if they posted their – I know MLS uh, – they tweeted or something like that. Everyone's projected starting eleven, but uh, to find <laughs> to find all that information, right, is would be like going through a needle in a haystack. But obviously, we have no Dallas, no Houston here. But I think as far as Houston Dynamo, they play uh, Cincinnati FC Cincinnati on Saturday. That's a tough match. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. Like I said, Cincinnati, I think that they're going to be something, that, a real thing to, to deal with in the in the East. So for Houston to go over there and have a bonus game right away, just tough, 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 tough. We could see, you know, Houston plays what? They play Cincinnati, and then they play New England, and then they play Austin FC, and then they play New York City. FC. So that's four matches right there, right off the bat, that are going to be tough. And you imagine they start off, you know, maybe with, let's say, give them four, four, four points in the first four games. That could, that could really mess with their minds. Obviously, they're professionals, so they'll bounce back. But it's early, though. It's early, but start off strong. Would be funny if Houston loses five <laughs> nil. Hey. Be, because that, that would because be uh, what we, we call those games, but we yeah the bonus games exactly. We beat <laughs> we beat Cincinnati last last year five zero, so yeah that would be funny if if uh, Houston could give up five. But do you buy into Cincinnati? I know I you do. had them highly highly rated. I do, but their forward one the their star forwards looking to go elsewhere. Who Brandon and, Vasquez or who? Yes. Uh, who's the guy that scored? I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I could see. Hold on I could see him second. sticking it out. That sounds like a Frisco move to me. You know. Yeah, Vasquez, Vasquez, because he was uh, had rumors of going over. Uh, at the transfer window, there was rumors that you know the they were looking. Or, yeah, Brenner. Uh, Brenner uh, was oh, the Brenner. one. I did were, see Brenner going over Brenner. to where England. Over to England, he had, yeah, he had, I saw he had rumors and transfers, and he was wanting to go that he didn't go. So that'll be interesting to see, kind of how 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 they how they how they fill out. But I'm trying to see if I can find a, a starting eleven for St. Louis City. It's just hard because I don't put I don't put much value in preseasons on what on what teams roll out. Just for the fact that even though they're not, um, even even though they're not uh, open uh, nowadays for the most thing, you know there were, uh, I think several games on Apple TV this past weekend. If you got to watch, I know the FC Dallas Houston was the was it the Orlando I actually had better things the Red Blues. Uh, we're on, and there was a late one. I forget which one. Uh, no, jokes aside, I did hear that that was it was a pretty good experience overall. It was and all it right. Looked, it looked good. So my biggest complaint is, and we'll have to see what happens when the season starts. 
Um, you know, like extra time is supposed to be on there, um, but I can't seem to find it. You know, I, no, I have it it's, on there. I, I, I think it's called something else, isn't it? It's not, well, extra no, time. it's, no, it's not on there. I don't think it's extra um, time. I think it's something else. I think it's called something so, else. So I know they still have the channel on, on YouTube, uh, yeah. which I was able to, able to catch. Um, but I'm looking, you know, I'm looking at just, I hate how it's just so team specific. Um, along those lines now they got some series like i watched i think i the other day i watched what three quarters of the team previews um there's a lot FC, of good value on all the players austin austin F well i did it in order so it started with atlanta and then austin and you know so, so on here so um but if you're doing a podcast you gotta you, you, you gotta follow the stuff man come on oh big time yeah so you don't uh, have FC me on Dallas. here you know, I know I'm the troll or the protagonist of of the of the uh, of of the uh, of the show here, uh, the anti Austin. Uh, we're gonna have a theme. We're gonna put. He's a grumpy old troll who lives <laughs> under the bridge. Nah, so we got uh, FC Dallas. They host uh, Minnesota, and we, you know, Minnesota. We get we don't we don't got them very high. We got. I think you got them breaking the line barely, but Minnesota. No, I had them out. You had them out, mm -hmm. so yeah, you know, with Reynoso out, it's gonna be tough for Minnesota to really get going, man. That's that's like. Us Did we ever hear juicy. why he's out? Uh, he assaulted. So uh, okay, so it's one of those type situations. Okay, it was a young. It was young. Person allegedly, out. yeah, allegedly. yeah, yeah, allegedly. Extra time is broken. They say we'll be there. Oh, so I guess extra time is going to be on. Though they they tweeted that it would be, I just couldn't find it. But you know, I was able shout to out to Adis. That's who's giving us some info. That's my dog right there. But uh, yeah, FC Dallas they they host Minnesota. We're gonna have Juan there. He's gonna give us be sending us some uh, media, some clips, and all that. But uh, they did pick up Jesus Jimenez, and we were I guess talking about it. They lost. Uh, Brandon Cervania. Mm -hmm. And to me, I thought that as much as, uh, you know, Sunshine has talked about Brandon Cervania, he was actually keen on him, liked what he would, you know, bring to the table. So, uh, but other people in Dallas are actually saying that he's fourth. He was their fourth option. Yeah, I didn't think, if you look at the minutes he played last year, he played some minutes, but I think there were, Thin up top. He still played like twenty three. He played like twenty three matches last season for them. Right, but if is, you look at the actual minutes, so he he was he wasn't. A he started. Starter. He started like a like eleven of them. Right. But from the reason why I think it's a good move from Dallas is, um, he's DP. He's kind of like Ring, right? Where he's a DP player but doesn't play to the DP um, at least at this point. But, um. Toronto is paying most of that money, so they're getting him on a discount, kind of like uh, Colorado's doing with uh, uh, who's the player that they got from uh, oh LAFC. Uh, they got a player. Mm. I'm going blank uh, too. Squad, squad, squad. Yeah, I can't. I couldn't tell you, bro. Uh, Kevin uh, Cabral. Yep. Yeah, the right winger from France uh, for that here where, you know, where 
he gets paid quite a bit of money for MLS, but his he's underperformed uh, along those lines here. So for FC Dallas, they're getting a player that has upside that hasn't hit that upside, but they're not having to play pay the full full bill either, which is an FC Dallas move. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for that here where they're getting him on, on a discount. So to me, I think midfield's not a weakness for for FC Dallas. So if if you're gonna if you're gonna give up, you know, some depth to be able to to be able to um, catch another forward. Now, at the time, people were upset that hey, you moved a a piece that you had and didn't go get you know uh, you know they needed to get a left back or right back one that could play both. Um, they didn't go get that. They got another forward where. Yeah, it's a little thin, but it wasn't as thin as the left back. But you know, they 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 solved that today with the, the Sam Junka, uh, you know, trade you know transfer from you know from Houston, um, as we discussed at the top of the show. So FC Dallas is is filling in the the pieces for the depth uh, for that here, and, and you know, of course, we'll, we'll find out Saturday night. And so we had a DP spot. Yeah, well, they fill it though. I don't think so. <laughs> Not right now. They, they may wait till the European window opens in the summer. In July, yeah. So um, I guess projected lineup for them. All I know really is is Martin Foss. I know he's going to be in goal, and he's hell of a keeper, man. Um, their defense couldn't tell you. All I know is that Matt Hedges isn't there no more to save their ass. Not just playing. Matt Hedges was. Uh, he, it's about time that he he took off. Sebastian, um, but, well, it'll be interesting if uh, Sebastian Agabaga, who's a former SAFC player, uh, start for them or comes off the bench. We'll see. I mean, like you say, it will be interesting. I know that the front three, though, obviously is going to be Velasco, Ferreira, and Ariola. It better be. So here's something that I want us to do. Um, and, we, you know, we can include the others or it can just be you and me if this is going to be kind of – for consistency, most likely you, you and me on here. <laughs> Out of and, and uh, you know we'll 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 do this here. So there's nine points available between Houston, uh, Dallas, and and Austin. How many points does Texas teams get this week? Between also nine points up for grabs. Nine points max if each team won. That's three points, so the max would be nine. Okay, um, so, so this week I know we you're get, going with Austin getting three points. I think we're both uh-huh. going with Austin at three points. I say six. I say six points. You think six? Yeah, I think Houston loses, man. I go four. Four. Who ties? Dallas. Dallas. So, but you don't have to tell who. I, you know, so you're going six points. Yeah, I'm going six. And it might, this might be something that we throw out. To, hey, let's, let's, let's ask Adis. Let's ask Adis since he's commenting. What, what do you think, Adis? What do you think? Uh, how many points do we get? He's going to say three. How much do you want to bet? He <laughs> says we get three points. <laughs> oh, it's funny. But yeah, man, uh, I think we get six points. I think Dallas takes care of business. And I think. We take care of business, obviously. Uh, my score prediction, bro, and people are talking mess, but La Manita, bro, the hand, we're going to be like, na, 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 hey, Too early hey, for that, man. Hey. Too early. Too early. I know, right? It's the first game, man. 
Eating, eating the words right away and stuff. Hey, but you know what we should do? We should get the guy, uh, get your buddies on to hop on. See if they want to come on after and see how, you know, they experience Q2 and all that. I don't know if any of them are making it down. That was the that was the issue. Mm. The people that I'm close to, uh, I know Phil's. You know, you know he's got a young family, and Stuart had a. I think he's getting married or something. I think is what he told me to where he wasn't able to swing it. So, mm, gotcha. Um, AJ keeps asking me if if we can go, and um, I looked at I looked at tickets. Would you sit in the supporter section or no? No, no. You want seats. I would not want to. To me, the supporter section is is should be for Austin FC fans. Um, and you are an Austin FC fan. That's why I ask. Whatever. <laughs> um, I know it's the cheapest ticket, but I would rather that cheapest ticket go to somebody that bleeds the Verde. And you know, as much as yes, I'm I confused. know about Austin. I'm confused what? here. I thought you bled Verde. No. You know I saw that. you bleeding the other day. Do you saw. see any Austin FC stuff over here? I do have an Austin FC scarf, which uh, I did not buy. Um, it was given to me. I exchanged it. And then, of course, um, I have the Los Verdes scarves, um, Surge scarves. Um, I'm actually getting a Dallas Bear Garden scarf this year because I finally found that they have merch available. So I will have my, my uh, uh, Texas Ring of Fire. <laughs> although I'll have to... I, you know, I know this is, a, you know, I, I still have bitterness still towards uh, Austin Anthem a little bit. <laughs> so I haven't bought anything from them, but I'll probably get, uh, I think I, I went onto their website and they had a scarf. Get over available. it. No. <laughs> I just didn't like the scarf that they had, uh, to be honest yeah. with you. But, yeah, just. Nah, it's all good. But, all right. Know, so uh, Saturday, the plan is to have. A tailgate outside of uh, maybe less than a mile away from Q2 Stadium. You guys go follow us on Twitter. That way you can get all the updates where that's going to be. Or Instagram, uh, follow Text Ring of Fire. I'm going to be putting updates on that. That way everybody can pull up and say hi and all that. I think at 4.30, Harry, if you can make a little note, and if you can make it, going to try and go live on my phone on uh, okay. on YouTube. So. Gonna see if I can get a few St. Louis guys gathered around and uh, just do some takes and communicate and talk to you guys and see how everyone's feeling for the for the game first week of the season. I mean, uh, first game of the season, uh, week one. But uh, that's all I got for our week one preview. It's finally here, man. I can't believe it. Well, at least for me, right? You still got two weeks, three weeks or so. But yeah, it's finally here. Yeah, it's 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 finally here for us, bro. So I will be up in Austin the weekend of the 25th and 26th of March, and I think uh, you guys do play uh, Colorado, Colorado that match. So I will most likely be at that match because um, AJ plays, um, you know, uh, Surge, and then he plays Calvary, which is up in Colleen. Okay. So instead of driving up to Austin, uh, or actually, well, actually, it's in San Marcos. We'll have to kind of see here. It's in San Marcos and then the other one's at, at Queen, but I'm trying to swing me if we can stay up in Austin or somewhere and then 
maybe catch a, the Austin FC match, but we'll, we'll see. See if the wife uh, goes for it here. Uh, but All that right. might be the game that I do go to if I don't get tickets to the St. Louis match. But for me personally, I kind of want to see uh, the because uh, I am one of the poor souls that did pay the uh, the Apple Plus. You know, I didn't get it free. You know, since uh, MLS wants to give it away, give it away. Um, I, I actually paid for it uh, before, actually the night before it was released, um, and was kind of skimming through it. So uh, we'll, we'll see how it lives up to be. I'm still interested on the MLS Next Pro. Um, did you want to talk about the uh, new signing today uh, that been rumored uh, for, <laughs> for like a month? For a month, but rumored that he was possibly first team, right? Initially? Right, yeah. So Sebastian Pinot, finally. But he did sign with FC. Austin FC Dos. Yes, he did. So he's, he's finally here. Uh, he's a Peruvian 20-year-old. I believe he's a, a forward, center forward or winger. Center forward, yeah. Yeah, center forward. Okay, but yeah, 20-year-old uh, in his picture. He's standing next to Sean Rubio. Dude, towering over the guy. Towering over him, bro. He looks like a big kid, and he's only 20. So, you know, get here, get acclimated, get him a, a year under his belt, get going. Do got a few uh, few details on ATX FC2. But I'm going to drop all that on uh, the Vetted Bros podcast here coming up next week. So, you know, we'll go into more depth into Austin FC and Austin FC 2 on that show. But, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited for the guy. I think that him being in our system next season could possibly get signed up. And, I mean, we do got uh, Ocampo Chavez. Don't know how well he's doing. He's the fourth string guy that we picked up from Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but – yeah, didn't even really see him feature in any games or nothing. So um, that's that fourth spot is up for grabs, which is it's tough, right? With your fourth string, but you never know how it could go. You're you're it could be your day, it could be an open cup game where you get called up or someone's sick, someone's hurt, someone got a knock, something. But just work hard. You know, keep your head down, keep it. You know, keep your feet moving, and you never know when the opportunity is going to come. So. Excited for him to be here. Welcome, welcome to to Austin. But um, I mean, that's all I got, bro. For I mean, shoot, freaking thirty six hours or so, we're gonna be, or maybe about forty hours or so. But we'll be inside of Q two. And man, I I just I cannot wait, y'all. I can't wait for, especially for you know all the Houston people that are traveling to Cincinnati. Sam he said he's traveling to Cincinnati. Yeah, Sam's traveling. Yeah. So. Uh, Go, he's going out there, whoever's traveling, all the surge, everyone who's traveling to Houston, you know, safe travels, have fun. Uh, if you guys get the dub, congrats, of course. But I, just me as personally, I'm not convinced yet, right? Uh, in Dallas, hosting Minnesota, everyone who's out there also enjoy the first game of the season. Should be some good Texas weather. It's supposed to be 71 degrees. There is one thing that I want to give credit to the Dallas Beer Garden Zone uh, Go ahead. here. They do a 24-hour uh, <laughs> bar- uh, overnight thing. Tailgate. Yeah, the tailgate. And I know this isn't the first year they've done it. You know, they've, they've done it for you know, a few they years. They did it last year, and it was like freezing. Freaking cold. Well, they've done it a few times. Now, COVID, they couldn't do it because they weren't allowed. But, you know, uh, 
uh, I was listening to Third Degree or uh, Dallas was it Dallas Soccer something that you know they ended last year um, a podcast. But uh, kudos to you know to the you know Dallas Beer Garden um, and, and doing the that's that's awesome. You know that, you know, that's, <laughs> that's that's crazy. a way to kick yeah. off the season. Uh, you know, and I know Austin FC doesn't really have that uh, capability. Um, well, to, so yeah. to touch on that before I do forget, they are having a party tomorrow night. So, uh, yeah, follow La Murga, La Murga on uh, Instagram, on Twitter. The, more information is on there. I, I couldn't tell you the exact location, but I know that tomorrow they tomorrow night they are having an event. It's uh, I think it's Los Verdes and La Murga. So that's our little pre-party, whatever. We're not doing 24 hours. But I do. Play, but that's you know, pretty cool, though. I mean, it is. It is. But but the, see, you get to game time, bro. I mean, think about it. You get to game time and you're exhausted, dehydrated. <laughs> probably want to nap. Probably want to shower at that time. Like, man, I, if if whoever can do that shit, like kudos to you because, dude, how the heck do you? Uh, maybe maybe ten years ago, but now I can't do that. I, yeah, I'm, that's that's a young person. Yeah. It's, it's like me, you know, because I I get asked because I have you know one I love my seats, but I get asked why I don't go to the supporter section for it here, and I'm like, well, I love my seats. Number one, number two, I'm at the age where I don't need to drink all game. I don't need to stand and scream. I want to watch the game. I want to sit down and relax. And um, I have tried to get AJ involved, but he you know because he he you know he plays, he wants to learn, mm-hmm. and, and he's a He's a freaking shoe guy, you know, it's a young person. He's like, look at their shoes. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> He's like, there's da 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 I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. No idea. Right. But, but that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome as a dad, you know, to get for sure. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, and, and like I said here, you know, I would, didn't have soccer. Well, I wasn't in an area that had soccer when I was a kid. It was more football mm-hmm. and rest, you know, I wrestled. Uh, and of course basketball, but uh, no, it's awesome. Um, looking forward to the season. Looking forward to see how Apple Plus and, and MLS shows on there. Um, I know early reviews are good. Uh, the announcing, uh, you know, is good. Um, from my understanding, you're gonna. We'll all be, you know, you know, working it out here. You're able to listen to the home or away uh, radio broadcast. I guess it is as far as the feature, or listen to the main guys. Um, so it, it, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun. Um, for me personally, it, you know, I wouldn't mind zero points, uh, you know, for there, you know, Austin loses every game. You won't, you won't break my heart. Uh, but you know, I'm Are you pretty sure? sure the show might not go on. Yeah. <laughs> the show will go <laughs> Dude, on. Come on. I'll be Look talking so much shit. I'll be talking Look. so much shit. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. You wouldn't shut up. You still talking about your two, one. That's one game. Can you imagine, <laughs> you imagine 34. But yeah, man. Uh, Dude, so I, I, I will say, I will say this is, I pray to God that San Antonio doesn't play Austin this year because you know, if there's one game circled for Austin FC, <laughs> it is that San Antonio match. Oh um, yeah, especially if we host fact, you guys. Oh man. Well, even if you don't host it, you know. Yeah. But I do like me, the stadium, though. I did like that atmosphere. 
I did. No, it, it, it was fun. And, and like I yeah. said, Q2, I think it would be just as rocking, although you'll put us way up high and, and, and mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, out, we'll put you outside the, the stadium. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So yeah. I, I'll probably be banned, uh, you know, before going into there. Uh, but <laughs> but no, You're already as, a San Antonio, as a San Antonio FC fan, um, I won't lie. If we can avoid Austin in, in the Open Cup playoffs uh, for that here, I'm assuming that you know we advance to to that second round, and Open Cups always that kind of, you know, it's one of those. Hey, do you really invest in it, um, or do you? It's better either to lose early or to, you know, invest in and do like Sacramento did and, and make the run all the way to you know, yeah, the deep run. So, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so I'm sure it's late. I'm sure you got to work. Uh, any other topics that you had on here? I know it was just you and no. me, and we, we made it to 90. So yeah. So no, not at all. Just wanted to did uh, remind everyone follow us uh, on Instagram, Twitter. Follow Harry at Ramen Call on Twitter. Follow me at the RB22 on Twitter. Also on Instagram. Not sure what your handle is for Twitter. I mean on Instagram, but uh, mine's the same uh, thing pretty much. It's, RB22. But we I will be have an Instagram account, but I don't do anything with it. It's more just to spy on players. Um, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, you you can you can see who he spies on. See what players he spies oh, on. Oh, it's Ram and Call 1. Ram and Call 1. See, so it's not some not far off from RB22. I have I have 3 posts. <laughs> I got like 100 and something. But yeah, um I'm close to 400 followers. Y'all, y'all go make it. You know, make it to the 400. I got 133, uh, and I, I don't even know how that's possible. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You follow too many people, dude. 346. But yeah, come check us out at the tailgate. We'll be there with my wife. I, I was able to get some tickets, some extra tickets. So I got, I got my wife a ticket, and then I'm taking my son also. So. Uh, so how many was, extra it, tickets do you have? Just out of curiosity, well, we'll, we'll talk. I, I don't have uh, I don't have any oh, yeah. anymore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so oh, the one thing from and the reason I mention this here is there is a friendly that San Antonio FC announced uh, July something 15, and I think. Uh, it is against Sunderland of the right now champion uh, championship. Used to be Premier League. Championship. They may be Premier League by that time. Okay. Uh, but the, yeah, the Black true. Cats are coming to play uh, uh, Las Gatos Blancos uh, for that here. So if, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, you, Austin may have a game that weekend, you know, because you guys have a game every week. Playing sixty some games. The, That's you know, leagues depending on how far you play. July's leagues. Oh, leagues. So, yeah, so it's possible. So, depending on how it is, uh, if you want to come down and, and catch a, a, a English football league team, uh, Sunderland, uh, I'd probably look at tickets now. The reason why I mention is because tickets are on sale now. So, if you are interested in watching uh, San Antonio FC and Sunderland playing in a friendly, uh, which you know, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, we played Cardiff City a couple of years ago, uh, and I think Sunderland's probably a bigger club. So uh, for San Antonio FC and a USL team to be able to pull in Sunderland, I think that's awesome. And, and like I said here, uh, it'll, it should be it should be a fun experience. No doubt. Yeah, it's definitely something I'm going to see if I can make it to. I wouldn't mind watching that. 
But that's all I got, bro. You got anything else? I mean, no. Peace out. Uh, hope everybody uh, ha has a good time. Yeah, you know, whether you're from Austin, Houston, Dallas, be safe. Uh, you know, like I said here, uh, don't bust up any TVs if you're watching at home and your team loses or does something <laughs> stupid. Um, and uh, one thing here, don't troll Real Madrid, uh, as uh, as everybody finds <laughs> out every time. <laughs> yeah, you don't don't ever count Real Madrid out. I don't understand why people understand that Los Reyes de Europa, the kings of Europe. Uh, so but yeah, you guys so rate and review us. You know, uh, leave a comment, subscribe, follow us, do all that stuff to let us know that you know you you care about us. But I am your host, or at least RB. Yeah, <laughs> at least RB. I know you guys hate me. I, I know. A lot of people, you know, I got, I got, I got plenty of hate going on, but it's all right. You know, I, I embrace it. I wonder Love who's, it. who's disliked more, you or me? Hey, maybe that's why we get along so well. <laughs> <laughs> it's different fan bases. We'll, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. My co-host, here he goes. My co-host, Harry from San Antonio. We'll see you uh, maybe Saturday. We can go live and get a vibe going from Q2 Stadium. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Stay better than my friends. We'll see you all Peace. next week.